Based around sex, swingers, mm, mm. and sexual freedom. Here's your host, Anna and Ryan. Mm. Welcome to TSU, Anna. Yes. How do you like that amazing intro we have now? Oh, I feel like a celebrity. That's what happens when you start moving up in the podcast <laughs> charts. You get these special, our viewers get these, or our listeners get these special treats now. You know that? Yeah. You're too used to the TV production. Sorry. <laughs> it is. saying viewers. <laughs> now, we are going to do a special show today. Okay. Oh. Now, before we get into it, I've usually told sex stories in the past, and I've got away from it. Mm-hmm. And people have said to me like, hey, what happened to those sex stories? And the honest answer is, you get me tired sometime and I forget to do them. Okay. What? Here we go. Oh, so, I am going to tell you. The Ryan story of bad sex stories. You ready? Oh, the bad Ryan. Wait, bad sex stories. Yeah, these are bad sex stories. By Ryan. But this is about a virgin couple. Okay. okay. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, about a virgin couple. Uh-huh. They got married. Like wait, totally virgin? Yep. Didn't wait okay. and have sex on their marriage night. Uh-huh. They climb in the bed. They're excited. Mm-hmm. He finally puts it in. Get it. And they're going at it. And she has that, that hurt pain face, right? It's, she's a virgin, right? Uh-huh, right. right. It's supposed to you know, you know how be it is. a little uncomfortable. Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, no kidding for you. You're definitely not a virgin, right? <laughs> They're going at it. They're going at it. A virgin They're going at, at it. Heart. She has the pain, but she's fighting through it. They finally get done. She has a weird look on her face. They finish, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They go on to their next day, Anna. They go on to their next day. Okay. And they're going to have sex again because they are on their honeymoon. Oh, right? okay. We got to make it happen. Yep. So she climbs on top of them and... She has a grimacing face while she gets inside of him and Oof, fights. This is not the right. Yeah. it's not the right hole. And he and he says to her, "Quote, you know, why do you feel pain today? What's going on?" And she had told him, "You fucked me in my ass last night." <laughs> <laughs> I figured. Yes. Now, for you, technically, you could be a virgin a lot, knowing you. What? Well, knowing what you do, that you're pretty much a veteran anal. So. Uh. Well, I'm. I'm a virgin uh, in other wor- facets of the world, I guess, or other subjects. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. So this show, it, 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 I'm going to tell you a little bit why I thought of this show. We both thought about this, me and you. And uh, this is an interesting really subject. Hard. We did. So the last couple of shows, we have gone hardcore. We've had all access sex parties. We've had audio of you and gangbangs, girls getting drenched, getting squirted on, right? Mm-hmm. But it's funny. We Grand went to a, time. Yeah. We went to a couple parties. We've run into a lot of people that are very new and they want to ask us questions on the lifestyle. And we actually went to a club reopening of, of Sweet Life the other night. Our friend Jay reopened. And there was a couple guys sitting in the corner, kind of quiet, and they came up and started talking to us. And it kind of brought back the, the thing of when I first started. And I thought, you know what? Let's let's do a little jump back into lifestyle 101 for some people. Uh, that some of the veterans will help out in the future too. The we'll veterans are bored already. Yeah, no, they're not. We'll, <laughs> we will throw in some dirty Anna sex stories, and I will talk about some of my fucked up sex stories. But <laughs> I want to talk a bit about Anna, and we talked about this. How do you get into the lifestyle? Okay, you're a single guy, single girl. Maybe you're divorced. Maybe you want to try something different. But I want to talk about doing this right and successful. Does that make sense to you? Uh, it always has. Okay, so Anna. Why don't we talk about just lifestyle sites, okay? Yes. What do you recommend jumping into this and 
And how do you do this right, Anna? Um, well, first and foremost, ask ask people, ask questions, I would say. But the top three, I would say, for like lifestyle would be Felt Life, uh, Swinger Lifestyle, which is called SLS, and Cassidy. Those are like the top ones. There's pros and cons to all of them. But I would say that that's how I would maybe tier them for like first priority to last for the top three. Now, we'll say Fed Life, I remember when I first started, was more strictly kink. Uh, um, yeah, and I would disagree with you that the lifestyle is still a subcategory of kink. Kink is just a, a term for like sexual depravities or desires or interests or whatever. But in general, kink is basically anything that arouses you, whether it's physically, sexually, or mentally, or gets you excited. I don't know. Wow, we're already very deep into this conversation. I'm just saying, I like, think- I think kinks are it, the kink community, yes. quote, quote. I mean, like, the, that's everyone. Everyone that follows that falls under any kind of, I think, sexual desire, ha- has anything sexually interesting. And even that's... You can cut that part out. But I would say, I would, but I would say a lot of you know a lot of my swinger friends haven't even I've mentioned FetLife to them, and they haven't even gone on the site before. Well, I mean, they don't have to if if you just search swinger and you get to Cassidy or SLS, they'll just go there and they they're happy there. Yeah. Now I will say the interface is much better on FetLife, and you've said it before. It's almost like a Facebook of for adults for yeah. adults. Right? It's, yeah, it's basically like a Facebook for adults. It's the probably the easiest to navigate. It is relatively free. I mean, there are a few things that you can't do, but it's like you can live without them if you wanted to, but it's totally worth donating and doing like a lifetime membership because it's just a one and done. You're one and done and you, you got it. And you can change your handle like every 28 days too, whereas other websites you have to totally delete your profile and transfer your paid profile to a new name so that means you lose all your information so that life is like seriously the way to go if you wanted to like change it up a little because some people start off with you know i'm daddy dom 264 and then they're like you know i feel like a sissy so i'm gonna go with you know sissy 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 boy san francisco or you know whatever that's cool. Like you could do that easily with Felt Life, not lose all your friends, not lose all your data and your pictures and your posts and stuff. So I think Fed is like the best way to go. And it's free overall. And you get pretty much all access with the exception of a few things. Like you don't get to watch videos. Correct. And, and it's funny about changing handles because I used to be Mr. Fit 16 inch cock <laughs> and now I'm dad bod four inch. So, <laughs> but it's nice. I could, I could change that caption. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know? it's good. I mean, like things change over time, over time, things change. Now, the one thing I want to talk about, and you're going to agree with me, Anna. One is, day I'll be, by the way, MILF Cougar 466. You're already that, Miss Hottie. Um, <laughs> the one thing I want to talk about, and I think you're going to agree is, is the lifestyle conversation. They call it lifestyle for a reason, right, Anna? But we want to stay off no DTF sites, correct? Well, yeah, DTF sites are just what they are. And uh, I mean, there's good and there's bad, but girls, for the most part, really don't need to be utilizing those sites. I mean, you really don't. You could have a lot more fun going through SLS, FetLife, Cassidy, all of that as a single girl. So for me, like from my opinion, 
those Tinder bumbles and things like that, Facebook dating, like they're just, I mean, unless you're actually looking for a date date, but that's kind of rare. Most of the time people are there for DTF, so. And the other thing I want to talk about is. You're better off doing SLS for any kind of hookups as a girl. Okay. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is be honest with what you're looking for. Okay. Cause I know a lot of, I know a lot of girls that are, they love to give blowjobs. They, they love the one night stand it. They love, they love to go crazy, but they're not honest of what they want. They, they kind of hide. And I think, you know, if you want to be, have sexual freedom and, and go out there and have fun, embrace what that is. Embrace your kink is what you would say, right? Since- I would say that most girls on there already do. Okay. Yeah. Like, I maybe guys, that's a little bit different. Like, they need to be honest with what they want. Right. Like, if they're there to just do hookups, they're there to hook up. That's cool. Like, you could be a respectful person and hook up with people or hook up with couples. But most of the girls, they, they already know what they want when they go to those sites and sign up as a single girl. So, Anna, I'll, I will Like, talk- they just have to remember what we were saying, like, be your authentic self. Yep. And that's really what it comes down to is knowing who what you want in general and being open about it to others but like most of the time the girls already kind of know what they want i mean and it's all about exploring anyways right i've never been into like having you know um what was it that there were things that i never really knew i liked uh i didn't know i liked gangbangs until i was in the lifestyle for the most part so there was that um ddlg stuff i didn't i mean i knew of like i knew what I liked, but I didn't have a label for it until I was in the lifestyle. So. Okay. Um, if you were to give some advice to women and I will talk about guys, what advice would you give to women starting on the lifestyle right now? Um, the biggest thing for them is to know that they're going to have to say no, be ready to say no. Uh, because there's going to be lots of people, especially if you're a single girl, lots of people, knocking at your door so that's the biggest thing is you should kind of know what you want and be comfortable with saying no um be comfortable with not responding to people's messages because you will be bombarded with them um and i say for girls as single girls start out with going to events and munches socials parties go to group events don't necessarily start off with dating just yet but then you meet people through those events that's how you'll get genuinely like safe, relatively safe, decent people. And you can hook up that way. I think it's like kind of the best way to go instead of just meeting people like cold turkey. But I mean, eh, it, that, I think that's a safe way to go. But if you want to do it that way too, you can. But um, yeah, those are the big things. And, and then for me, at least for the guys, I mean, the one thing I've kind of learned is, and this is where it's kind of hard to say, um, you know, if you're a woman, you go to your email box and you have 600 emails. I've seen your email <laughs> box and guys click on it and maybe there's one and that's from like somebody who's trying to sell something to you or something. <laughs> but, it, you, you know, it, it is hard to break in as a guy. And you can. the other thing is just being respectful. Like I look at the emails that you get a lot of times and the stuff that people write are just incredible. Yeah, I mean, and we're going to do a show about this. We of, might have a few samples. Yeah, we're going to have some on. samples later on. <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of like, yo, girl, want your pussy licked? You know, I mean, stuff like that. <laughs> starting just starting off, you know, they're saying stuff like that, and yeah. I think 
the main thing I've, it, this is how I got in this conversation. So we went to this party. There were some guys sitting in the corner and really nobody was talking to them at all. They were just sitting there. And, you know, we obviously know lots of people, people know our podcast. They come up and talk to us. We do parties and, 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 you know, we know lots of people, but if you come in for your very first time in a club, it's hard. It's awkward. You don't know who to talk to you. You end up sitting in a corner. Even if you're a couple, a lot of times people end up sitting in the corner. And I tell people, you know, it, it, you have to force yourself to try to talk to people, but also just be respectful and don't expect something. Not that it can happen the first time, but I tell people go and be friends with people. Just be friends. We call it a lifestyle for a reason. Just be mm -hmm. friends. And maybe after the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh time of the party, you're going to start to know people. And that's when the magic may start to happen. Mm -hmm. And also, and we will talk about this in the next block about parties. Parties are going to change. You may go to the party and it's going to be the greatest night of your life. And you're going right. to go to the same place and there's going to be four people that vibe. night. Different vibe. Different, different vibe. Different vibe. And you never know how it's going to turn out. Uh, you can only be your own party and deep down inside, right? No. Yep. No, but the key word mean <laughs> you, true. what's the word mean you say is authentic, right? Authentic. Be your authentic self. Be you. Be you. I'm a freaking nerd deep down inside. Yep. I am not some like sultry, like crazy sex thing. I, I, I mean, I guess I can be, but <laughs> I think more of myself as a nerd that has like too much in her head. Yeah, you do. <laughs> So here's the deal. We're going to take a break and then we're going to, we're going to come back and talk about parties, going yeah. to parties there. And something else popped into my head about like what you were saying about going to like different events or several events and the strategies on how you can do it without like totally like a breaking the bank, but also where you're going to get like the highest quality experience too. Yep. Okay. So we'll be right back with the sensational unicorn right after this. Welcome back to TSU. <sighs> okay, Anna, this is kind of our 101 show for people, and the veterans are probably like, oh my God, I know this. But, but this is important for everybody <laughs> to grow and to learn and make this lifestyle more successful, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're going to talk about picking the right party. Because the party thing can be super complicated. It really can. And to make successful, because everybody's paying money to go to parties for the most part. Right, or Anna? Picking the right experience. Yes. So let's let's I'll let you jump on first and on on planning and size and the ratio. Let's go into that okay, first. Okay. So first you want to go and say, okay, what kind of party do I want to go to? Or what kind of event? I'm gonna call it an event because it's not necessarily I mean, they're all parties, I guess, in our own minds. But um an event. So thinking about whether what kind of size event you want. Do you want it public? Do you want it semi like private, private residence? Do you want it club-like, too, as in you have to be a part of the club or group to be in it, uh, which you have to go through a vetting process? And so I think we should start with 
uh, free types of events versus paid events. Okay. Because I think that's important to understand the differences and the types of crowds that really go to a free event versus that go to paid events or donation tip events, whatever you want to call them. So, I mean... For me, uh, it's always good as a new person to try out all of the free events that you can because of the fact that you kind of kind of get your feet wet, start socializing, get to know people that are part of the, the lifestyle and group, the community and the local community, regional community. Uh, things like uh, munches or socials that usually are posted on um, FetLife for sure. So those have a lot of free events. Uh, the more paid events, uh, they can be both on FetLife, SLS, and Cassidy. And um, uh, what we do karaoke. So there's karaoke events uh, at the swinger clubs, and there's karaoke events at regular bars. Um, there's socials and munches where you can get vetted for other um, more private areas, like hidden dungeon, that kind of stuff. So you can also get vetted for other like kink dungeons, like the more BDSM dungeons as well. And I tell people like, um, and I'm going to compare two different situations, Anna. I'm going to talk about our party and I want to talk about, let's say, the power exchange in San Francisco. Okay. okay. Now the power exchange is a big party. It's an official lifestyle club. And sex it's, club. And it's a spectacle if you want a good night. It correct? is. It is. It's crazy. It's Especially fun. if Fanny's there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing I would say is it's also, um, there's a lot of competition for single guys. Okay? So if you yeah. go there on a Saturday night or a main event, let's say if you come to our place and we do smaller parties and we're going to say, what's, what's our number? We 20? max. And the most that we do is 35. Yeah. Um, and that can vary completely, And that's right? a lot. That's full, full. Yeah. And if we have... Would we say 10 single guys maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to the power exchange, there may be 50 guys on a, on a busy night. Maybe 70. Mm-hmm. And, it, and everybody's very amped up and very aggressive. And there's probably like 10 girls yeah. throughout the entire thing. And that's including yeah. couples. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. We love the power exchange. Oh, yeah. It's very great. Very much so. But that is, a, it is, a, a, that is like a marathon if you want to go. Yeah. But if you're a single guy and you're paying the money and you're horny and you want to get off, <sighs> I'm just being honest in this conversation, it can be a challenge. Right. But if you go to some of the smaller parties, ours, there's other little parties around town, mm-hmm. um, the ratio may be better to try to get some action. That- right, yeah, but also if a girl's going to power exchange, I will say, mm, I would say at least like out of the 10, 30 to 40% will play. Now, will they play with every single guy? No. Uh, now, Fanny's there, sure, yes, that will yes. happen 100%. Um, but like that's the case everywhere, though. You you will take a risk everywhere that you go, unless you want to go to uh, Nevada. <laughs> and that's different. Um, but for the most part, like, yeah, the ratio for, like, private parties or smaller smaller events, I'd like to say smaller events, is better. Now, the other question I want to talk about, because we, we deal with this a little. Let's talk about the prepay versus pay at the door. And the reason why I talk about this <laughs> there's a there's a lot of people who are come to parties and they're ready for this crazy night and they get there and it's like, oh man, where is everybody? Because I hate to say it, but the flake rate of people coming to parties are about what? 
70 percent is that safe yeah, to say 70 to 80 percent so like let's say we had an rsvp of 100 people um it's really safe to say that like 70 of those people will not show up now that doesn't mean anything for i think anybody's events like i cannot say even like some of the more successful party groups that we went to like fire and ice they have fantastic parties and they they agree it's like 25 30% only show up so the even really good event places are like parties that happen here locally i mean i'm sure it's pretty consistent across the board and Unless you are super hopping, like, are you the slut whisperer or something? You're really not going to have a very high, like, um, like a RSVP rate, you know, to to actually showing up. No, and and I would say that's if that is if it is ca- a pay at door or you know cash at door, whatever you want to call it, like the door door pay or whatever. And I would say every couple and every single guy or even female should know. Starting off, every party is different. Is that safe to say? The vibe. Yeah, and, and it's, it all varies. Every and you could time. go to a club and have the most amazing night of your life on a Friday night. And you could go on that Saturday and there could be 12 people completely boring and lame. There could be 50 people and completely boring and yep. lame. You don't know. It just depends on how you connect and you click. And like like we said, you are your own party. And what you find entertaining and enjoyable can vary too. So... For me, um, I've went to like events where there's lots and lots of people and had oh, really not a good time. Like, just it just wasn't vibing for me, and nobody it, it, either they didn't want to play or whatever, and that's kind of just how it went down. And I didn't like what I did, and I vow not to uh, get my hopes up. <laughs> There's one thing also, Anna, that I've realized about parties, too, and this has happened in both the parties we've gone to and even our friends in that town. There has been big numbers of people, but it's been strictly a social event. Very, very little playing. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, that's important, too, uh, because it depends on why you're going. Are you going just to make friends? I mean, that's great, but there are a few of our friends that are like, "Uh, no, let's, let's get shit started, and they will push it and say, okay, like, someone take off their clothes or someone everybody take off one pair you know one piece of clothing right now uh and uh you kind of have to make it you have to make that sometimes make it work for that as well um I, I wanted to go back to the prepay pay at the door thing so like for people who are wanting or willing to prepay for like an event those types of people are the people who will show up and so when you have those confirmed prepays for like an event so you know you're going to a prepay event and like this is why the lesbos are popular or why they're successful um here they prepay they have and i'm sure they started off with like pay a door or prepay whatever but like they are consistently a very highly sought after event every time they have one and they're all they always always sell out always sell out there's so that in in a way they are like 100% there's always people showing up, right? 100% they will always sell out for the most part. I I feel even during the winter time. I agree. And so for that, you know that the party will happen there. There's no question. So when you have the prepay parties, you know that that party is going to be happening in the sense of like people are coming, people are showing up, people are going to have a good time. They want to have a good time. 
they're willing to put in that energy or effort to say, I want to have a good time and I want to enjoy the social crowd and enjoy whatever happens naturally. So like that's really, really important too is when you pick a party, know, okay, you might go to a free event. Maybe nobody shows up. Maybe a crap ton of people show up, but nothing's going to happen at the free events because most of the time it's just a social gathering. It's not like an actual sex thing. You might be able to like find someone and hook up and whatever, whatever, and things click and all of that, but not necessarily the case. It may not happen. Um, and then the, the pay or, you know, no, the, what do we call it? Like pay at door or the door door ones you know that those are really literally hit or miss like shotgun hit or miss so I think that like successfully if you know you want to go to a party that's prepay and it's almost pretty much like sold out kind of stuff the hot parties those are the ones you definitely want to keep your eye out for because you know that majority of the time those are going to be good times Okay, well, speaking of going to parties, um, we just talked about the power exchange in San Francisco just changed their dress policy. So now they want guys in nice dress shirts. They want the women to dress up, and they're trying to make it a more fancy, classy event. Um, Speaking of that, Anna, (laughs) going to a party for the first time, okay? Um, Um, Let's say as a single woman, you, okay? Um, What do you recommend girls to do? What do you say? Uh, I always dress to impress. So, like, that's just me. I dress up for the most part. If I'm really not feeling it, but let's say I I promised a friend or someone I was going to go somewhere. I mean, I'll still dress up, but I may not be, like, super, super, like, high-end, like, full makeup kind of thing, full hair. But I'll, I'll dress up. But for the most part, girls, I'd say dress up. When in doubt, I mean... You can't go wrong with that. I, I feel like it's uh, important because it shows that you have confidence and you know your value and all of that and 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 you're beautiful and that you love yourself and things like that. But um but that's me. I that's how I how I like to dress at least. And and, and it's funny, um I've always been that jeans and funny t-shirt guy. Now, <laughs> now I do. Now I do like to you're dress not, up. So you're going to tell guys to dress up, and then you don't follow it. No, I'm. I've always said I'm honest with our listeners, and I'm just saying <laughs> I I do like to dress up. I do, but for some reason, I've always done well wearing a nice jeans and good shoes and a funny t-shirt that make people laugh. And mm-hmm. I'm known as that funny t-shirt guy. Now, <laughs> now it can't be annoying when guys say, "Here's that funny t-shirt guy." But uh, that's me. But but it I get you pussy. It has got me pussy. It really has. <laughs> yeah, it's got me a lot of pussy <laughs> over and over, and that's why. Oh I'm, shit! Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm a woo woo. You know what that is? The motherfucking pussy train coming down. Oh the yes, my it is. god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, now there's one other thing I want to talk about. Is um, we've talked about parties, but there is you know in Sacramento, um, talk about. Firefly Lounge. Now, it's a different situation to go to. Um, and to talk about Firefly and what's there. Well, Firefly is notorious and well-known to be a swinger bar. So, as swinger couples and or single men, uh, single girls too, you know, unicorns and 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 all the like, they all go. For the most part, they're just, you can have a good time there for sure and be a little bit more sexual um, that was where I had that notorious. Remember the uh, our Jeremy was a uh, lap dancing M two and uh, 
<laughs> that lady was like gross like oh how dare you show your vagina in this bar this very dark bar as she's watching her lap dance with on this guy right and i'm like okay well you're in a swinger bar do you not know <laughs> this is a swinger bar but they're great because it's like they're all very accepting and open about like um the lifestyle and and they welcome that and so you you know when you're going there majority of the people that go there are probably open to that stuff too so like all of the guests there so and lots of blowjobs in the bathroom by the way <sighs> yeah but that's in a private area duh sure oh duh uh, <laughs> but no like that's another uh, uh like idea of like a free event like they have events and they have uh, of course they have like saturday night you can go dance and they have a dj and everything but it's kind of like Going to a bar, but then also knowing it's a swinger club. Now there's not really like sex, sex, like open sex play there because you can't have that there. Um, but it's like that little happy medium in a way because it's not necessarily just a bar, but it is a blend. But I would say it'd be a, for a new couple or guy, it'd be a baby step of checking it out, correct? Right, yeah. Because then at least you know majority of the people that go to that bar are open and know about the lifestyle. And they're open to it or they are in it. So yeah, that's probably a really good opportunity there. So here's what we do, Anna. When we come back, we're going to take a little break. And I want to talk about just some of the funny stuff that's happened at parties. What people can look forward to going to parties. Uh, I'm going to tell you a couple of my disasters that's happened to me. Um, you, do you have any disasters or are you just banging? I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, I have things that I don't like, like we already talked about our new year, my new year's experience. But other than that, like, no. Okay. So I we mean, come. Like I have, they're all right. Or so, they're great. <laughs> so basically what I'm saying is we come back, I'm going to talk about my disaster stories and we're going to talk about Anna banging. Okay. Oh yeah. We'll be right back to the TSU <laughs> right, right after. This. Yep. Welcome back to the TSU. Anna, you look so happy tonight. I'm just so happy to see you so That's energetic. I have a brisket sandwich that I'm eating. Was it lovely? It was delicious. Okay, we're jumping back <laughs> in this real quick till we can tell our dirty stories. Um, the one thing I want to talk about in the lifestyle is there is like an 80% turnaround of new people Retention. every single year. We need to retain. Retain, retain. And that's why it's interesting when you meet people because a lot of times those people will... In fact, we went to a party the other night. I ran into some people... I totally forgot who those people were, and we were great friends. And that's the crazy thing is you actually meet so many people. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, you talk about going to parties and, and people talk and there's not much play. But that happens because you see these people and you're such good friends and you start talking and the night just. And you just want to catch up with them. Yes. So, Anna, we are going to recap right now what we talked about. Mm-hmm. Being authentic. authentic. Be your authentic self. Woo. And why is I that- swear this was in like a, a show. And why is that so important, Anna? Uh, Because then you can, I guess, like, put out what you really want and are seeking and manifest it and get back what you want. Like, in the way of other people that are very interested in the same thing or interested in you because of your interest in who you are. I mean, really, that's what it comes down to. And you form those relationships and bonds and 
then you fuck later. You know, that's great. <laughs> and I will say, um, they call it a lifestyle for a reason, Anna, because it is a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say this. I'm going to give a warning, okay? Not that every single person you meet in the lifestyle are lifestyle people. I think it's like one or the other. So not everybody you meet in the lifestyle is a lifestyle. So no, I would disagree now. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. You know why? Because I was just thinking of this. I said you could essentially say that the kink is actually a part of the lifestyle, not vice versa, like earlier that I said. Because actually the lifestyle is what? Sexuality, freedom, choice. Do I have to rephrase this? I'm just saying. How about this? <laughs> all lifestyle people you meet don't go by all the same rules and not maybe not well, be that great of people. Is that, that okay? Well, yeah, but that's different. You're going to meet bad people no matter what or not so good people. Maybe not necessarily bad, but not the people that are right for you. Yeah. Should I Everywhere. Bring, should I bring up my past right now? Should I bring it up? What? Should I bring up my wife? Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, let's bring that discussion up right now. You let's, mean your ex-wife. My ex-wife. Let's well, bring that subject up. <laughs> I had an ex. Now, I am not going to talk bad about this subject, okay? But I had an ex who got into a daddy situation. <clears throat> yes, she wanted a daddy. But also, it was heavily BDSM, too. Yes. 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 There was a lot of and that. And wanted a daddy and pre-negotiated with me that this would not hurt our relationship. Right? right. You even had written rules. Written rules. Like this will not, number one rule, it will not fuck with the relationship that you guys have. You, yes. Yes. And I was assured by both parties, that's what it was going to be. And what happened in the end, Anna? Uh, she kicked you out of the master bedroom and moved her daddy into it like four months into the relationship. And eventually moved. She didn't even tell you. Nope. She just said, you're no longer sleeping in the master yep. bedroom. And eventually moved out of state and ended yes. the marriage. So, yeah, within less than a year. So what I'm saying to you is, as we talk about in relationships, <laughs> you, you you know, you, there is some danger to this, and that's why communication is so important. Right, and being right? your authentic self. So I would say that she was not her authentic self to you Correct. all that time because of the fact that I think she had some things that she wanted and she never verbalized them, and, and she's hinted and that's the big thing is like you can hint but not everyone especially guys no offense well maybe <laughs> they don't get it sometimes they is like Phew. so anna i am dealing with lots of trauma and one thing that will help me <laughs> no. is lots of blowjobs uh -huh. if you reach to our instagram uh -huh. the sensational unicorn please send us messages if you're willing to give ryan blowjobs yes that's, that's really really what we need yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. speaking of laughing is on his authentic self so. speaking of laughing anna <laughs> The yeah. great thing about the lifestyle is what? Being the able to, stories. Well, no, being able to laugh at yourself. Yes. That's important. What are you talking about? The story. But I love <laughs> driving home and telling the stories the of our friends. You uh, are a storyteller. So let's let's just tell a couple stories and I'm going to tell something about I, my okay, friend. Okay, fine. You tell me a story you choose and then I'm going to ask you to tell a story. Okay. I'm going to tell you about Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. There used to be a club called Erotic Gardens in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Very famous old school swingers club that used to be in the country and really that great and they had playrooms that were kind of in like sheds super cool but so, they i mean they made it work yeah but it was a great club old school fun had a big buffet before it started everybody was friends we go out there and we hook up with ricky bobby and we end up playing in one of the sheds throw our clothes in the bed you and ricky bobby no not together. me and ricky bobby him and his <laughs> wife miss jessica so we end up playing, right? Uh -huh. And we're walking around through the night. And and as we left the shed, Bobby goes, what is that? And I go, what is what? He goes, there's something on your pants. 
And I'm like, there's nothing on my pants. He goes, yeah, there's some on your pants. And he's he's rubbing it off my pants. He goes, hold. And he puts some beer in his hands. And he's rubbing it. Yeah, he has to wash it out with yeah. some beer. And then he's smelling it with his face. He's taking the beer. He's smelling his hands. He's like, what is that? He's rubbing it on his hands. And then we realize, oh, no, some guy jerked off in that room. And I threw my pants on a bunch of people cum. <laughs> you just got cum Yeah, so Ricky pants. Bobby was basically putting his nose to some semen. <laughs> so... Fucking love it. <laughs> what What is one of your funny stories, Anna? Oh, I don't have funny stories. I just have sexy, raunchy sex. Oh, how about the kitchen? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. So well, <laughs> when I was in my cheerleading outfit and then I was getting fingered by the fridge, uh, I had brand new tennis shoes on for my outfit and I squirted so much. I mean, not just all over the floor, but it's saturated and soaked my tennis shoes. I had to take them off. They're dry now, but <laughs> that was like, no, I was going to wear those. Why'd you have to finger me so well? <laughs> you know, um, about like, no. six months ago, I went to an orgy. I came back, got dressed there, came back. And when I looked in front of the mirror, I was wearing my Snoopy underwear. The only problem is I don't have Snoopy underwear. <laughs> oh yeah, so I wore some other dude's underwear home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, the people have accidentally, quote, quote, taken, uh, accidentally got my underwear and it came back home with them. I, you know, I don't know if I trust them too much. And, you know, <laughs> I feel like they took it as a souvenir. <laughs> so that's the main thing for me is I want people to... to Love the lifestyle. Love, And the other thing is just love your friends. Like, we have so many friends that we talk to on a daily basis. And I could probably tell you, I could look probably who I talk to every single week. And I would say 95% of those people are lifestyle people. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Same way. And when Pretty things much. are bad, you know, I got their back. And when I'm bad, they got my back. Oh, and they do. I bet they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I have certain <laughs> friends, our friend Jeremy, who come over here. Now, let's just, you know, real quick. I want to talk about Jeremy real quick because there's one subject we have not talked about. That's alcohol. Oh, gosh. Okay, now this is a big subject with you, Anna. Mm -hmm. Because I would say if me and you have gotten some battles, it's been about alcohol. Is that correct? Right. Now. My heavy pouring. You are the world's (laughs) worst pourer I've ever met in my life. And then when you drink, (laughs) then you get really bratty and defiant. Am I correct? Never. Yes. Never, never, never. And you could say, (laughs) I am going to be super good. I'm so good. And then what happened? I'm so bad. And then, but but let's take one of my statements. What do I say? Remember your experiences. Yes, right? and that's important for me. So if I drink too much, I may not remember all my experiences. And it is important for me to remember them because I do enjoy them. So, yes, I have to uh, watch it. And especially for women who come to parties and they're yes. nervous for the first time, you want to make sure it's safe and it's a good environment. And they're making the choices that they want to make. Yep. Great. I want to make them all. Because you're a pleaser, correct, Anna? I am a pleaser. It's hard to say no, which is why I say it's important for women to know and girls to know when they go that they need to be able to say no or I'm, I'm not, I'm not really interested right now or, uh, not, not right now or just like something that says, Hey, uh, we're not, we're not going to go further with this conversation or at least about this particular topic. Oh, that's cute. And (laughs) and I'm personally excited for this Friday's party. You know why, Anna? Oh my goodness. Why? 
Because I have three really dirty girls coming. Dirty little sluts. That's what they are. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> be my Valentine or be my dirty little slut. Yep. Um, real quick, before we end <laughs> the show, we have a Super Bowl bash party coming up, correct? Yeah. Talk a little about that real quick. Woo woo. Oh, Big Booty Betty's coming to that. She's going to be a cheerleader. She got her pom-poms ready is what she said. She's the one that squirted on your face, right? Uh, she flooded my face. So if you want to come to any of our parties, <laughs> check out SOS FetLife for Cassidy. They're in the events Ooh, section. We're going to have like a pool too. We want to wrestle in it. Well, the mm. pool may be needed for the squirting on your face at some point that too. too. Yeah, I will. Like the flood. Yes, the great vagina flood. Well, if you have come, make sure you bring your boat vest with you, okay? Yeah, and, and also your parka. No, not your parka. What is it? Your poncho. <laughs> so that's it, Anna. Thank you very much. I yeah, appreciate you, always doing this show with me. Thank you, Ryan. No problem, Anna. And by the way, I'm going to play our outro of our new sexy outro music. Oh, yeah. Now. It'll talk about all of our social medias. Well, before we get oh. that, Anna, what is our social medias? Um, If you want to uh, get us on Instagram, it's TSU Lifestyle or the Sensational Unicorn Podcast. Um, you can email us at the Sensational Unicorn at gmail.com. And then you can text us at 916-836-1336. Uh, we do not answer phone calls. Don't try. Well, that's it, Adam. Nice seeing you, okay? What? <laughs> Even though I'm right next to you. Right? I was supposed to say, are we on the phone? But... And take it away, Mr. Echo Voice Man. Mm. Oh. Thank you so much for checking out the Sensational Unicorn. We appreciate you listening. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. And we'll see you on the next episode. This is the Sensational Unicorn. Mm-hmm.